Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash. I fucked up my words, but it's fine. Welcome to Twitch.tv forward slash. My name is Graham Day. This is the man that we call Babe, and you are here live for the scoop. How is everyone doing today? If you're in the chat, please, please feel free to say how you are. It's fine, fine. Speaking of how you are, Babe, how are you? How's things? How's things? How's things? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> just trying to get myself hyped up Monday morning, so you know, naturally, just a little bit, just like Ooh. yeah, yeah. So, so hyping, hype. Uh, but anyway, if you're in the chat, please, please, as, as mentioned, feel free to get involved in the chat. My name is Graham. This is Bib, and we together, uh, ice cream uploads, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is the scoop, your daily dose of news from the world of video games on what some people may say is the UK's number one video games podcast we are those people but it's fine it's good we're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest the best and the breaking stories in the world of video games we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions and it's important that if you are here in the chat you please please feel free to get involved and it's important that you do because we turn this into a podcast a video on youtube and an audio podcast on itunes spotify soundcloud and google play all the different places where everyone can enjoy us on demand but they can't speak to us right here right now live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads in the chat where we go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m ish ish it's it's quarter to 11 it's fine it's 10 a.m ish ish anyway if you are there we go show dropping the ish gagad good morning gents good morning dude how are we all doing today we all having monday nice 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 what what did everyone get up to the weekend what did you get up to on the weekend babe golf mostly surprise surprise uh you look almost disappointed to... when you said that <laughs> Oh, I, bro I broke my seven iron. Oh, gutted. I literally broke my golf club, uh, so I need to buy a new one. So, yeah, that was a little bit devastating. But went to a haunted house thing in Blackburn on Saturday. So that was terrifyingly funny. Uh, it, it it takes a little bit for me to get scared. Do you know what I mean? So I, was, I thought it was just fucking hilarious. But going through with the wife who was petrified, like she literally wouldn't move. She was stuck. She was frozen. She was that scared. It was it was fucking amazing. <laughs> nice. nice. Worth it. What about you? Uh, I have just tried to get a picture together. I'll see if I can. Oh, ah, do not rotate your phone and stuff. But you can kind of roughly see it. We went out for pancakes. Um, so Saturday morning, got up nice and early to go into Manchester to go to. If you're ever in Manchester early, or not even early, it's open most of the day, I think. Um, but there's a place called Moose Coffee. So if you're ever around um, Deansgate area of Manchester, it's not too far off Deansgate, but Moose Coffee, probably the best breakfast in Manchester. They do amazing buttermilk pancakes. Uh, with whatever you want on them. You can either go sweet or savoury, so like the bacons and, and eggs, or you can go for Nutellas and maple syrups and fruits and whatever. Anyway, pancake stacks, that's what we went for. Nice, sexy coffee as well. It's good. It's good. Uh, Kevlar says, Samlesbury Hall? Is that where you went to be? Uh, pass. <laughs> I have no idea. A place. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like on a farm. It was like on a farm. It's not a farmageddon thing, is it? Oh, no, that's somewhere, is that somewhere like that? No. My sister went to that one. That's why you had to run through like cornfields and shit, and people chase you with a, with a chainsaw. That's not for me. Please don't hit uh, the actors. I didn't hit him. I snapped him. It was different. Uh, Gary, good morning, dude. Hey, hey, welcome in everyone. Welcome in. Anyway, let's get let's get set. Jump into some news um, because we have Masters of the League following this. So yeah, we'll, we'll continue. We'll continue. Anyway, we have. Um, naturally as i've mentioned for the uh, past few weeks and we'll probably continue for the next few weeks we lead with some uh, stories around the console war it's not really a war but you call it war because you know you know 
Well, two reasons. One, it sells. And two, internet dudes like to fight, so it's this what it is. But anyway, uh, the console war uh, continues. Uh, and this is the latest from the green side of that war, as, as Tom Ivan uh, from VGC has a story that says, Phil Spencer thinks the Xbox Series S will end up outselling the Xbox Series X. Just to uh, remind anyone that may be listening to this doesn't know the difference, the X is the top of the range high spec one and the S is the entry level one that's cheaper and doesn't have as much power. Um, and the Xbox boss says price really matters in the long run. So jumping into the article it says Microsoft's head of gaming Phil Spencer expects the cheaper Xbox Series S to outsell the Xbox Series X over the course of the next generation. The Xbox Series S at £249 and Xbox Series X at £449 will both launch on November the 10th, while Spencer expects Xbox Series X to be the bigger hit with early adopters. Uh, don't know if I said that right, so I'm going to say it again just in case I messed it up. Um, I don't know whether I said X or S, but I'll, I'll reconfirm. While Spencer expects the Xbox Series X to be the bigger hit with early adopters, he told Kotaku, I think over the generation our expectation would be that price really matters and that you would see the Series S sell more. In terms of which new console ships more this holiday season, when, uh, when Xbox Series X and S will be competing with PlayStation 5, Spencer said he believes the victor will likely be determined by production capacity. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer, but I think we'll sell every unit of both of them that we can deliver, he said. I think demand is just going to outstrip supply of pre-orders. For us and PlayStation, I think that the manufacturing supply chain is going to dictate market share more than anything else. Uh, Microsoft launched the Xbox Series X and S pre-orders on September the 22nd. Initial stock was snapped up fairly qu uh, quickly, with some retailers later informing players that they might not receive their console on the day of release. The platform holder has said it plans to make more Series X and S consoles available on launch day after record-breaking demand for the next-gen systems. In his interview with Kotaku, Spencer also suggested Microsoft has already begun working on future Xbox Series console iterations. Last week, Microsoft launched the Xbox S slash S marketing campaign titled Power Your Dreams with an advert uh, starring Get Out's Daniel Kaluuya and featuring a new Labyrinth? Uh, is Labyrinth still around? Wow, Labyrinth is still Labyrinth, come in. Anyway, and on Thursday, <laughs> uh, the Microsoft... Uh, oh yeah, again. And on Thursday, Microsoft revealed the Xbox Series S and X software launch lineup including 20 games supporting Smart Delivery, which lets players buy a title once and play it across current and next-gen consoles. So, Series X will sell a lot. Everything will sell out, but S will be the better selling console across the generation that's what phil spencer thinks but what do you think bib uh well funnily enough as i'm reading <coughs> through the comments there's a lot of shaggers in here today so morning gagad morning asim morning morning show and morning gary but gary's comment is the one that i was going to go with and he's absolutely nailed it this makes sense as the x is more for the hardcore gamers while the s is perfect for casuals families and everybody else how many times have we said on this show that gaming in general is more for the casuals than it is for the hardcore. There's far more casual gamers out there than there is the hardcore, regardless of what small echo chambers on Twitter suggest. So this is is not wrong in my eyes. Um, I do believe that the uh, the S is going to sell. I'll probably say two to one, maybe even three to one to the Xbox uh, Series X. Uh, just reading Asim's comment, which is completely just sent me tumbling down a well in my <laughs> mind. Uh, Shaw says, "Oh, lads, good morning." I'll read. Uh, Asim says, oh, look, it's Shogun Ash EA Live, which then made me start thinking, Shogun E Ash Live? Shogun 
Ash Live oh, and then and then in my mind I was like E Ash Live. He's in the stream, and then and then, <laughs> and then that's when you finished that. I was like, "Fuck! What, what did Bibi say?" <laughs> no, I, I agree. I agree. I wonder if they have sales data to back up. I mean, it's kind of hard to say because Xbox, because they are the not the best selling console out there, they don't publish their figures. It's as simple as that. They know that it's not going to look as good. So rather than having a, a conversation based around how well. Uh, how poorly your console has been selling compared to PlayStation when you are still selling millions of consoles and thriving more than most businesses could ever imagine. If you publish your figures in their second, you always look inferior. So they just don't publish them. But I imagine that they have some stats that kind of shows that the uh, Xbox One S has sold more than the Xbox One X. Um, and I wonder if the same thing applies to the PlayStation. I wonder if more people have bought slim versions of consoles than the pro versions of consoles over time because yes i've got a, a ps4 pro there because I'm, I'm a nerd gamer but when it comes to uh, the xbox i'm not a hardcore gamer i'm more casual when it comes to the xbox so i have a series s downstairs that's my twitch uh, box as i've mentioned more than anything it's what i used to watch twitch on tv and not much else but but that was fine for me the s is fine for me the x i don't need it will just be overkill so i imagine there's a lot of people that are in the uh, same vein of thought um, morning, lads, says Mr. T. Uh, da, 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 da. I think you've, you've quit everything off there, big. Shogun E. Ash li NBA Live. Yeah, exactly. Uh, two Kyogen Ash Live next month. Wink, wink. <laughs> Pay me your headphones, yeah? Yeah, nice, 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 nice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can see it. I can see it. My only, my only concern is, like... The pause is I've not fully fleshed out my, my my thought process here. Is my only concern is if you're if you're instantly saying I think our lesser product will sell more. I mean it probably will. If 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 you're saying that, it's probably based on some statistical uh, uh, evidence, and maybe PlayStation is the same. But if you're coming out and saying people aren't going to be as interested in our top end console before it even launches, that almost could be taken as as like, oh, all right, calm down, guys. Just, be, just, be, just before you uh, see everyone actually just buy the lesser version of our console, just, 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 it almost sounds like excuse building before it happens. And I'm not saying it is. I'm saying it could be that. Um, are they expecting to not sell as much as the PlayStation, or, or, or? I mean, maybe that fits into the ethos of play Xbox anyway. You don't need the box to play Xbox, and S is just an easy version to get into the box. Um, but yeah, I mean. PlayStation is just pushing the PlayStation. They don't have to worry about buying into the cheaper version. It's, do you want a disc or not? I mean, yes, there's a price tied to that, but yeah. the price is tied to function. It's There's a specific deliverable to it. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's a good point. It's a logical point, but it's not necessarily a point that pushes the fact that the Xbox is the place to play games and it has the most powerful system, and that's like kind of one of the key things is it's the what i mean where was the uh the tagline that they went with uh da, 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 da. power your dreams is their marketing campaign power your dreams but you don't need the full power because most people are going to be playing on the on the least power it's kind of a conflicting message so i mean i, th I think maybe that's that's probably not him um i, I mean obviously digging in and drawing conclusions off of nothing um but that's all. That's it's probably him being a bit honest, just saying. Look, okay, 
we will probably sell a shitload of those. Um, but that's where you see the honesty versus marketing. Marketing is power your dreams. The biggest, bestest, baddest, most power, uh, powerful, super fast, speedy place to play games that are better than all the other places. But people will buy the cheaper one because they don't really want the best one. Well, what's the point? What's the point? Uh, but yeah. I, I think he's targeting the, the, the broader audience rather than targeting the... I don't even know what the percent is. Uh, when it comes to people who will go out and buy every single first-party game, buy every single... It might not even be first-party, first it might be the AAA third-party game, buy every single one that spent thousands on games a year. I think he's, he's just looking... He, he wants to speak to parents, and he wants to speak to casual gamers. The parents are going to buy the consoles for the kids, and they may even get the one themselves. Why would they want to spend... Uh, 500 sheets on one console when they can spend the exact they can they can spend 250 quid and get two so the parents can have one and the kid can have one um i think he's just yeah i mean i think he's just speaking to all audiences rather than the to the, the the absolute top again i'd love to just put a percentage on it and i imagine he does have a percentage of how many people bought what um of his of his consoles over the years but yeah i think when it comes down to especially at this time of the year it's a winter winter launch coming up to christmas brand new console coming out they've got he's got to speak to the wider audience three years down the line when they come to do um the eventual slim versions uh or the more powerful versions and that's going to be interesting to find a more powerful console than what it is that they've got Uh, like a pro version of the consoles that are just coming out in a couple of years down the line that's going to be very interesting to see what punches are going to be packed in there but yeah it's uh i think he's just speaking to the wider audience which is a smart move uh i'd like to say playstation at this moment in time they're just saying buy our console disc or no disc it's interesting uh, like just jumping in there on that bit it'd be interesting to see we're never going to have the data which is what's frustrating but which one is more effective do you start off with your plateau of this is our console and it's as good as it's always going to be or do you uh, and then release actually better console is now available so you start off on the level and then you go up or do you do what the xbox does and pitch the series x but then allow you to go down um two very very different marketing principles so you've got uh, there's, there's a principle called good better best so so good better best usually means if you put something out there and people might buy it if you give people a better option um then some people might go, okay, well, I've got a straightforward choice. Uh, do I go better? Well, I've got something that's good, so I might as well stick with good. Um, and having a best option on top of that makes people then think, okay, I don't want shit, but I, I, I don't think I want to spend to get the best option. So so say they made a Series X Pro or something like that. Um, that would push more people to buy the X in the middle because they want something that can compete and stay in the situation, but they don't want to overspend and, and stretch themselves yeah. too thin. Whereas PlayStation has avoided that entirely by just saying, what function do you want? You are paying purely for a function here. You're going to have the same experience. Xbox has said, do you want a lesser or a superior experience? That's what I mean. Very, very different marketing standpoints. Absolutely, there's going to be PS5 Pro in, in three years' time. Boom, there's going to be an Xbox Series X plus box. It's going to have the word box in it because Xbox don't do normal conventions. The Xbox Series X plus box, um, that will come out in three years' time, which will be like having the Xbox One X that we have now. I mean, it's confusing that we have the Series X, but they'll, they'll upgrade it. And then that, that could have not only fa- uh, advantages in terms of bigger SSDs and better processing power. I mean, it could, it could even be a case of if some of the rumours that um, apparently, 
weren't entirely true uh, about the Xbox Series X overheating rapidly. If that was the case, then there'll be things where, oh yeah, not only is it faster and bigger and quicker and more powerful, but it also doesn't set your house on fire, so that's a benefit. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see those stats. It's such a horrible thing that we can't, we can only like talk about it now, but to see which one's more effective, having a plateau or having the options, building a good, better vest over time, or just saying, this is the one, which one works. Um, I mean, obviously, the difference is PlayStation comes in with a larger install base, so they don't need to have a lower entry price point. They can sit on the laurels knowing that people have digital catalogs uh, and libraries that are just going to sell that console anyway. Yeah, man. Um, sure says, I agree. The base will definitely outsell the Pro version. Um, Asim says, if they do a good bundle with the Series S, something like FIFA, they'll definitely sell more. Um, yeah. I agree with that. I hugely agree with that. I mean, I have an Xbox Series S, and I have it to play PUBG on, which I now play on my PlayStation. So I don't, I don't play it anymore. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was, it was a cheap, easy opt-in for me to play PUBG. Um, people out there will just buy an Xbox Series S, so they're eight, nine, ten, twelve, whatever. Absolute generalizing a very small part of the audience based on my personal history. Buy it so that your eight to twelve year old kid can play FIFA. Job's gone. You sit down mm. there, you play football, you've got the latest version of the game, and next year's and the year after and the year after will play on it, will play really well. Um, and there's not going to be much difference from anyone that plays it on the Series X. Uh, mm -hmm. Not like something like PUBG, which would absolutely play much, much better on the Series X versus the Series S. But yeah, you will get shitloads of people that will just buy into that because it's a cheap, easy opt-in for them. Or if their son has a an X, then maybe they just have an S so that they can play with their son or daughter or, or whatever. Well, there was not long ago the uh, Xbox Series S came out with, was it Minecraft, FIFA, Forza, and something else as a bundle uh, in Aldi, I think, of all places, for like 140 quid. Was it last Christmas? I think we, we featured it on this show, and it was the most ridiculous deal I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, he was basically just, he was buying, if you bought the four games, you would get the console free. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's what it worked out as. Um, which ties into show saying it's not necessarily about interest. Uh, people don't have a lot of disposable income right now. I mean, that's the thing as well, is at this point in time, like I said, the, the biggest issues for, we've said it in the past, the biggest issues for Xbox is that most people have a PlayStation 4. Um, not necessarily all people, but most. The majority of people have a PS4 versus an Xbox. Um so how do you contend with that in a generation that has switched to digital massively compared to the generation previously where people have baggage that baggage is i own the last of us and the last of us part two and spider-man and god of war and not just first party games but i might own assassin's creed odyssey and uh, origins i do um, have them both on my playstation not going to be able to play those on the xbox um and any other cross-platform games uh that you have to buy on one that isn't free to play you have them all on one system so how does xbox tempt you over well the, the first thing is giving those games how do how do we get access to those games game pass boom okay that that's absolutely smashing the ass off uh one area that's the library bit accounted for okay how else then do we get things over there is a cost attributed with your playstation not only have you got playstation but you've got playstation controllers you've got playstation headsets you've got playstation cameras and so on uh, xbox has gone okay well all of our controllers will work with the next generation, um, so you don't have to worry about that. Okay, well, PlayStation, it 
kind of does but doesn't so okay well that's another benefit for it um and then xbox one okay if, if cost and, and replacing all of those stuff is your issue um we'll make you a cheaper version as well so you can jump in for 200 quid as opposed to 400 quid that way if you need yeah. a new headset and if you need a new controller and so on you've got 200 quid to play with there so that hugely hugely will tempt people in absolutely excuse me uh, pretty sure Xbox One S unit sales did very well when they bundled with FIFA 17, I think it was. Uh, something like that with Series S, I uh, can see it happening. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, I mean, and the Series S, uh, the, the 1S um, had bundles with almost anything. There was a PUBG bundle, there was a Rocket League bundle. I know the Rocket League one because that's the one that I got. And there was other bundles. Um, so, yeah, they did very, very well at bundling it with... Um, trending games and like maybe games aimed at that sort of like not necessarily child gamer and not necessarily family gamer but that there's a cross section in there of players that might play fifa and rocket league and pubg that sort of area of i don't know probably probably generalizing it wrongly but that tweener sort of game where you go when you're on the edge of family um so you're growing out of your uh i mean how, how many people have someone in their family who has a kid that plays a 360 and fucking loves it because that's the only console they've got. I do, I do. My one of my uh, my um, cousin, his kid plays games. On, he plays Minecraft uh, on the Xbox 360. Um, but when he gets old enough, he's like, I want to play the next one. That's when you, okay, we'll get in the next console. That tween tweener age where you're jumping off uh, the 360s, which is a just a console that someone had in a cupboard and gave it to the kid, but wants to jump onto the next one. Yeah, they're definitely at the, there's a market there. There absolutely is a market there, and they could absolutely smash that with a good bundle. My granddad still plays his 360. Where he's got all the Call of Duty and Battlefield games, Return to Wolfenstein, all that shit. He absolutely adores it. Will he buy the the, new, the brand the brand new Xbox? Probably not. He'll just stick with two generations old ones now. But it's what he enjoys playing. It, got, it might be so if it could tempt him into getting one. The two hundred and fifty pound console would one hundred and ten percent be the one that he would go for. Yeah. Um, so that it works for him, you know, as a seventy four year old bloke, and he's still playing games every other day or every day whenever my nan goes out. <laughs> um, that's the thing. Like what I'm saying, tweener. I mean, I, I, I loosely badged it as people as kids are on the verge of adults, but it's I mean, obviously much wider than that. Like you say, it's people that that are are interested in games but don't necessarily that that are the most casual of casual that's probably what yeah. it is so someone yeah. like your granddad who's, who wants to play games but doesn't need it to be 1080p doesn't need it to be 4k doesn't need uh textures and shit just want to enjoy myself uh that's it it's just his storyline like he's not he's not the guy, the type of guy that's going to be stood outside game waiting for a midnight launch for the new call of duty to go on and rip it up in multiplayer he's going to be buying it because of the theme like is it a cold war is it vietnam is it, is it whatever the theme is is it modern warfare it's just he's in it for the storyline if it's good then he'll enjoy it that's essentially he's old school when it comes to that it's probably where i end up developing my 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 love of storyline games rather than the multiplayer ones as long as the storyline's good and the gameplay is good enough then i, I can live with that no that's because you're an old man like me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it probably is to be fair. <laughs> Xbox's naming for their consoles is more confusing uh, for the average gamer than learning Cantonese. Uh, I completely second that agreement. Um, I, I wish I had it to hand now, but the uh, the uh, 
that graph where it shows you like an Xbox and then the box that it came in, an Xbox box. So one Xbox, one Xbox box, and then one Xbox one box. One Xbox, one Xbox. And it's like, <laughs> just suddenly blue screen. Um, did you see that Xbox One S dev kits might be being sold on AliExpress? Uh, there's a motherboard that uses the One S uh, sock, sock, uh, going for $125, which is suggested by Linus Tetics might be a dev kit. Interesting. 125 quid for an Xbox One S. Job's good. Bargain. Uh, West, good morning, dude. Says, sorry I'm late. I'm tempted to buy the Series S. Only use a 1080p monitor and only really play PUBG. Uh, I mean that's it. I mean even if you even if you use a 1080p monitor, so I play on 1080p monitors. So the 4K elements of the PS5 are kind of lost on me in that sort of sense. Um, but uh, I eventually hope to get a bigger 4K monitor and things there, which I actually uh, invested in the Amazon Prime Day sales. Yeah, I bought myself a little HDMI splitter just because I thought my, oh I'm stuck I'm stuck. I thought I might need one in the future. Um, did you say Eggbox? Uh, Eggbox, there you go. Hey, clever, clever. I like it. West West absolutely does have an Eggbox. Um, but, yeah, I, I only have a 1080p monitor. Um, the 4K stuff is kind of lost to me. The ray tracing stuff isn't. Uh, I mean, you'll still see the benefit of that even in 1080p. The loading times and, and the graphical fidelity in terms of what the game can power out and so on, that's where the benefits come from for me. So there's definitely a benefit for having that. But not that much if if you are just playing on 1080p and you can play 1080p as you are now and you're perfectly happy with it then there's not really anything that's drawing you into it it's just the uh it's it's what's the word i'm looking for it's down to your own um perception it's subjective yeah exactly preference that's the word i would not perception it's down to your preferences it's a very subjective thing you don't need it it would be nice um but if you don't need it, then the Series S is more than equipped to give you what you need. Absolutely. Um, Raxan Gaming, good morning. Says Xbox likes to bundle games with their consoles to push sales, uh, and most bundle packages arrive uh, around the time of Black Friday. I mean, you, you, you get that quite often um, with a lot of things. It's a very good sales technique. Um, tell people you get more for less. They want it. Ta-da! So, I mean... We're not going to see that, obviously, this this time because the games are out, what, like a week, two weeks before... Well, more like two weeks before Black Friday. So don't expect any Black Friday sales for your consoles uh, this time. Uh, you will probably get loads of adverts from um, whatever your electrical retailer of choice is, be it Amazon, Curry's, uh, whatever, that will have PlayStation... 5 and Xbox Series X and S imagery in their sales banners but you absolutely 100% will not be getting a discount console this yeah. year well, I, mean, I mean you're not going to get one this year they're all gone <laughs> but even, <laughs> even still yeah you're not going to get one did you say so do you reckon then that they're going to bring up uh, do you reckon that they're going to bring out pre-orders again not before console launch but do you reckon that they're going to have one potentially before Christmas this year what, oh, my, is that too soon? My like reservations, like stock reservations. Yeah. Kind of so like when the nineteenth comes and goes, everyone's got their day one console. Are they on the on November twentieth? Are they going to open it up for pre-orders until the end of the month, uh, end of November, with a guaranteed delivery day before? I don't know. December twentieth, they'll say right, okay, we've got another hundred thousand consoles for the UK. Boom, there's your retailer. But surely not. Surely this isn't going to be 
everyone who's got in one day one, this isn't going to be the only chance this year to be able to get a console. Surely not. They w- can't. There will absolutely 100% be more consoles out there. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure if it'll be a reservation thing. I think that'll be down to a retailer by retailer basis. Some retailers, if they are clever, uh, will put the reservation stuff out. Some retailers won't. The thing with with the um, the retailer stuff and good morning, Luke. He's absolutely just nailed what I was just about to jump onto. To be fair, the thing with the thing <laughs> with retailer stuff is, if you put it on sale, you're probably going to sell it in, in store. If you put it on sale, you're probably going to sell it online. But if you put it on sale before it goes on sale, and let people know that okay, just going to put this on sale, just going to let you know this this thing here is about to be on sale. Everyone here, this thing is about to be on sale. Suddenly, everyone turns around and goes, okay, didn't didn't want it but now i know that he wants it maybe i do want it and it's the fear yeah. of missing out for more uh for is absolutely what sells shit more than anything it's if someone else wants it then then that the, the value perception for you increases it's psychologically a psychologically proved thing um yeah. so Rack maybe piss out. pre-order the pre-order to pre-order the console <laughs> <laughs> which what was it was it was it Shop two that did that or something. They had a, they had yeah, a pre-order, yeah. pre-order kind of thing. <laughs> pre-order then, the pre-order to then get your pre-order. Pre-order and then pay your penny for the pre-order to the pre-order, and it's like. <laughs> I mean, it's hey, a... hey, I tell you what, it, it, it took out the scalpers, didn't it? So yeah. clearly, it's a business model that works. I, can you? I reckon more people are going to take stuff up for things like this in the future, especially with high-ticket price items that they know is hot in demand. I'm not talking about like shark hoovers or anything like that. I'm talking about top tier, either TVs, consoles, uh, whatever, PCs, whatever it'll be. Is uh, we actually want to be a good so way to do careful it. Careful what you're saying, mate. <laughs> well, no, the only reason it come to mind is because Samantha's banging on about one as well. <laughs> it's like Jesus, we are nearly thirty. Nope. This cannot be the way that we're going. <laughs> yeah, we were like, we were sat there. First day of the Prime sale, I WhatsApp Daniel going, you do realise there's a shark over 51% off. <laughs> Ooh! So, so yeah, that, that is life. That is life. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, the pre-order, the pre-order, the pre-order stuff is, is a, it's a travesty. It is, because we, we live in a world where we have to do that. It's not a travesty. I mean, the, the system behind it is clever because it gets rid of assholes and, and bird bot shit and all that stuff to yeah. some extent. But it is a crap that we live in a world where we trip each other up that much that we have to jump through that many hoops to get something like Asim. Uh, I don't know if you're still here. What was it? Curry's or something, which boosted the price of the console by a thousand pounds just to kind of scare people away that were like going to try scalp it. But then when you buy the console, they give you a thousand pound discount code. So basically, there is no extra thousand pound. It's literally just a system to get rid of people so they don't get. The, they don't think, oh shit, I'm uh, gonna be precharged for multiple things, and and they can only do it once, and and it can only be used on that console, and it's automatically applied. So there's no way that you're gonna get charged fourteen hundred quid for this console. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that sort of stuff, clever. It's clever. I mean, it's shit that it has to happen, and it's terrifying, and will no doubt scare some people away that would want it because some people, are, I'm not sure about that. Fort- oh, no, no, no. Predominantly people from Yorkshire, obviously. I, can, I know that. I could speak from at fourteen hundred quid. You're having, you're having a bubble. Uh, so, yeah, it's shit. I mean, it won't scare people away that that would they'd notice it on their bottom line. They're still gonna sell every single yeah. one of them. But, but yeah, yeah, it's shit that we it's shit that we have to do that. But that fear of missing out, they're coming back full circle. Um, I think there will be more more pre-orders. I imagine you will get more 
res uh, online reservations new stock uh, sign up for stock alerts and things like that and um they will fly out very very quickly but there will definitely 100 percent be physical stock in stores uh, if if they haven't all gone um there'll still be some there and even if they have all gone they will get a fresh batch around launch maybe not too much and maybe they will go and that's not just just in game and curries and whatever that'll be tesco and sainsbury's and so yeah. on because they have uh, a need to have those consoles in store yeah they want to sell them but having that console in store means that you will go in and you will buy add-on purchases so when you're in store not only will you pick up the console when you're there you will see the controller you will see the the pulse headset and you will see the 250 gram bar of cabbage dairy milk fruit and nut that i just want to chew on while i'm halfway through uh, my first mission in assassin's creed Val valhalla and do you know what chocolate can be quite dehydrating so i probably need myself a drink or something you know maybe something like a two liter bottle of fanta fruit twist but do you know what a bit of chocolate and a bit of fruit twist i'm gonna need some savory so a grab bag of doritos uh yeah or maybe maybe some chicken and thyme sensation i mean by the time you've done that out here, you? yeah 100 <laughs> so they need them in store to make you go in to pick up the extra purchases so they 100 will be consoles in store maybe not a lot maybe not as many as you want and you might not get one they might sell rapidly but if you haven't got one um and you've lost out to them from the extra ones that come from the fomo effects online uh, then you will if you're quick off the mark on launch day you will be able to pick one up 100 just just stick away uh, get away from the game store in the trafford center or game in the arndale or anywhere like that i mean i'm obviously not you can buy from anywhere else that's not in manchester if you want but these are my local examples don't go there because everyone else is going there go to uh, sainsbury's on regent road which is out 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 of the way a little bit compared to those ones in, in, in or, or morrison's in Eccles. those those kind of places that are, are not on the doorstep of everyone that's where you're more likely to get one um I think they'll have a, a ton of extra stock at launch at launch the shortage of pre-orders uh build the hype I mean, it could be. It could be. Um, I'm not entirely convinced. I mean, I would say that usually, but because of the the year we've had, uh, we've had, and and production being delayed, I don't think they will have shitloads. I think they will have some, but even still, I think um, there's going to be enough that they will all sell. You just have to be quick to get them if you want them. Uh, I will buy Series X, uh, says Lake. I just have to. Good afternoon, Lake. Uh, even though it's good morning for us, but good afternoon. Um, uh, I'll get next gen. After it's been out a year or so, a lot of the problems will be resolved. It's not a bad shout. That's absolutely not a bad shout. Um, like, look at the Xbox One X. Had that power bank that had a habit of burning out within a year. And then there was the PlayStation controllers that had the habit of just... The sticks just falling to bits and so on. There's always things. There's always things. I mean, so using the Xbox power bank... Um, thank you for the follow, Raxan, as well. Very, very much appreciate it. By the way, if anyone else is lurking... Please, please feel free to hit the follow on the channel. Uh, we we often beg for followers and stuff because, you know, that's what we want to do. But we are closing in on 2,000 followers. So if you guys hit follow, we will do a giveaway at 2K. So if you know anyone and you want to start a giveaway, you want to help us grow and get yourself potential prizes, then, yeah, you know, drop followers, lad racks. I'm just did Much appreciated. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, Xbox, if there is an overheating problem, not saying there is because uh, I've never tried one myself uh, and i've seen conflicting messaging but if there is an overheating problem um raxan you'll know that by the time it comes to you buying your console so they, they will have fixed it or you will be able to just go actually not a fan of the potential for overheating i'll just get a ps5 or whatever instead waiting a year gives you a chance to uh, miss out on all of the potential pitfalls that early adopters have 
Uh, David says, if it's the usual crush, it will be pick up a console and get uh, COVID free. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everyone stay socially distanced. Ah! 2000. It'd be like, it'd be like, what's the film with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Last action, not last action hero. The one where he gets the uh, jingle all the way, where he's trying to get the uh, yeah. the toy at Christmas. It'll be like that, but but with just COVID everywhere. You get COVID and you get COVID. Ah! Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, enough about Xbox. Let's 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 balance things out and let's talk a little bit about PlayStation. Oh, wrong button. No, right button, but not the button I wanted to press. Uh, you guys won't notice the difference then. I've just turned on display capture, which would have just started chewing my resources. But anyway, forgetting that. Andy Robinson at VGC says, Sony says it's reviewing feedback to PS4's party changes following widespread criticism. This week's PS4 update combined the third party message and messages apps. Uh, combine the party and misses that, not third party. Anyway, Sony Interactive Entertainment has said it's reviewing its feedback to a recent change to PS4 chat parties following widespread criticism from players. This week's PS4 version 8.0 patch introduced a number of changes to the current gen console, the most significant of which linked the party and messages apps together. Since the update, voice chats are required to take place through a permanent message group. This has led to many users criticising the change for being unnecessarily complex and making it difficult for friends to drop in and out of a chat at will. Uh, this week's second most popular thread on the PS4 subreddit, behind a discussion around the audio recording controversy, uh, which we spoke about the other day, includes hundreds of comments criticising the new party system. PS4's party changes come in preparation for PS5's own UI updates, with PlayStation comms boss Sid Schumann declaring in a recent video that the platform holder wanted parties to become bigger than just voice chat, with message, media shares and parties all appearing in the same place. Uh, the reaction to version 8.0 seemingly inspired a new message from Sony on Saturday, which acknowledged the response and thanked fans for speaking up. Hey folks! Just wanted to let you know that we're looking into your feedback on the recent changes to parties on PS4. It tweeted, thanks for speaking up. We'll keep you posted. It's the third time this week Sony has had to respond to the community fallout caused by version 8.0. On Friday, the platform holder apologized to PlayStation users for its confusing messaging surrounding an upcoming PS5 feature, which will enable users to record their voice chats and submit them for moderation, uh, for moderation purposes. Following the release of PlayStation 4's 8.0 update earlier this week, a message alerted players that their conversations may be recorded, causing hashtag PS4 update to trend on Twitter as players voiced privacy concerns. In an update on the PlayStation blog, Sony said the message was related to a future PS5 feature that will enable users to record their voice chats in order to report instances of verbal harassment. Then on Friday, Catherine Jensen, VP of Global Consumer Experience at Sony Interactive Entertainment, explained the new feature in more detail in a follow-up PlayStation blog post. Its sole purpose is to help in reporting of inappropriate behaviour, including actions that violate our community code of conduct, she said. Please note that this feature will not actively monitor or listen in on your conversations, ever, and it's strictly reserved for reporting online abuse or harassment. PlayStation gamers learned about this new feature in an unexpected way following the recent PS4 8.0 system update. We didn't cl uh, clearly communicate this feature or explain why we were introducing it, and we apologise for that. Um, so a bunch of bits in there. 
The main thing, though, uh, we've obviously spoken about the voice capturing Sony recording stuff. There is a little bit of tinfoil hat syndrome there in terms of, ah, they're recording my voice. They're going to listen to me talking to Bibby about, about, I don't know, Pez Mobile or whatever we've been speaking about recently. Ah, no, they have all of my thoughts on Pez Mobile. Um, So, (laughs) but obviously there is natural, uh, when you go beyond the tin hat stuff, there is obviously um, people's rights and freedoms to be considered. Um, But we've discussed that previously. Uh, Yeah. Onto the party changes, consolidating voice and video and images and text all into one place. Um, kind of the way I said was heading towards WhatsApp. There's been a lot of a backlash towards that. What are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like on paper what they tried to do is make PlayStation discard. Do you not think? Like the one to have like a, a discard type system where you can have different channels, you can share images, you can share share chats. I don't know whether or not this is an option for them, but to be able to have these kind of facilities on your mobile phone as well, so you don't have to be away from your community while you're not on your PlayStation. And I think that's what they tried to aim for. However, like you say, it's the the tinfoil hat stuff. We spoke about this last week. Like, If you're playing online, or if you have a mobile device, or you have any kind of device that can connect to the internet, your privacy is no longer there, regardless of whether or not you use a VPN, because you use a VPN, but the VPN doesn't stop you from putting your life on social media. It just stops people from knowing where you are. Um, so yeah, it's as soon as you as soon as you connect to the internet, some sort of privacy goes out the window. So I don't understand what the big fuss was about. Like, no one's going to be listening to you and your mates talk shit in Xbox in in your PlayStation parties. It's just no one can be asked. No no one's going to be sat there in a in an office somewhere with a suit and tie listening to you waffle on about. About video games on the scoop each and every single week at 10 a.m. Pow! Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a negative. Fuck! <laughs> no one's going to hear you waffling shit to your mates in party chat, let's face it. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was a, it was always a no, it was a non thing for me anyway. Uh, if there was the ability for them to be able to listen to the conversations, so be it. Like, my rights have been given up once I connect to their services. That's just the way it is. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it was always a non-starter. It's interesting to see the direction that they want to take this stuff and how they didn't really give people the information beforehand about what it is that was that was implementing because people might have been excited rather than, rather than worried. And I think that's a kind of a step back that they're taking with this. Yeah, I think if you're making something uh, that is is good, if people are dicks to you online in party chats or whatever, and they've made it so that you can report that, say that first. Just have it as a, as it, as a. Oh, my Amazon package was delivered. I know it was last week. Fuck off, notification. Um, <laughs> um, just make it as a, as a crappy PSA. Uh, heads up, by the way, we're changing things so that you can now report people with voice chats. This will be uh, included in the new update. Ta-da! That's it. Job's got in. I get they don't want to take the Steam away from the PS5. That's understandable. But do you? A, take a little bit of the steam off the PS5 for like 10 seconds while the internet goes, oh, that's an update, and then goes back to the PS5 again? Or do you not say anything and then let everyone go, well, this is fucking shit. Is this what we've got to put up with with the PS5? By assuming that you're taking the gloss off the PS5 and ignoring it, you are allowing the rumor mill to start churning. The rumor mill churns 
everyone puts on the tinfoil hats and suddenly all of a sudden i don't want to buy a ps5 because mark zuckerberg has pretty much facebooked it so now it's going to take all my data and sell it to donald trump and it's like it's literally yeah. just just so you can you know party chat chill the fuck out fuck fuck um but yeah I, i'm intrigued as the uh the outrage around the ps4 party changes because people saying it's like in this i mean maybe i've not looked into it enough Maybe I'm missing something obvious. If I am, please feel free to let me know in the chat. So the issue is that people say it's more difficult to just create a voice chat. I mean, I use WhatsApp uh, pretty often. I send text, I send videos, um, and I still find it extremely easy to call someone. I use Discord all the time. I'm using it right now. Baby's there through Discord. Um, I will speak to him with text with video and send images and whatever i don't find any of that hard so why why no. why is it suddenly going to be such harder because i mean bibby's just mentioned this guy if the, the comment wester just put in would be the absolute ideal i just wish uh xbox and ps4 would integrate discord chat xbox chat is rubbish playstation chat is rubbish they are they are on a par with skype when it comes to audio quality yeah. horrendous the functions of them are just crap just just give us discord so that we can use it on our phone on our pc and on on our console wherever we want it makes things much much easier but if the ps4 party stuff is going to be like that if playstation decided you know what we will have a web app um or even a console and a dash uh, a desktop app whatever so you can keep your party chat so if i'm streaming i can speak to bibit on the ps4 using their web app which the audio comes through the pc or through a desktop app and the audio comes through the pc wonderful whatever that's fine but i don't understand how having these these chats that last forever um i don't understand how that makes it more difficult i think the only the only place i've seen where it becomes more difficult is creating a party with a randomer so say if i'm in pubg um and me and Big Butts One Two Three are playing duos naturally. I mean, shout out to Big Butts One Two Three. If you are Big Butts One Two Three on PSN, <laughs> then you don't have to worry about the shout out. It's free. I got, we got you. Um, but me and Big Butts One Two Three playing PUBG, and I want to create a party because we want to jump into a few games. Actually, I enjoyed that game. Do you want to play another? Yeah, nice, nice. Then it becomes a bit more difficult. That's the only thing I've seen. But that will stop me getting shit messages from people trying to flog me cracked psn accounts that have got 72 games on and, and so on if it's harder to just just spam randoms with stuff then that's a good thing for me <laughs> but but i don't know maybe maybe i just get a lot of spammy shit from people and uh others don't maybe i'm just on the other side of the coin overall i don't know i don't i don't understand what the negativity is i know that places gonna look at it but um the criticizing the change for being unnecessarily complex and making it difficult for friends to drop in and out of a chat at will. If I want to speak to Bibby in a chat, I will just scroll down my list of conversations and go, there he is. But I imagine it's going to be the same. Is it not going to be the same? I mean, if it isn't, and PlayStation done it some stupid way, then fair enough. But but literally, people have been clamoring for Discord and consoles forever. And if PlayStation are out. Yeah, they're doing their own way as opposed to just using Discord, which would be much, much more preferred. But if if they're finding their own way of doing that, so that it's more like Discord, then surely copying the most successful platforms in the market is the way forward. Surely it's surely it's literally just down to licensing, because I can't imagine it being... Because for me, when it comes down... Because way, way back in the day, people used to use TeamSpeak. Like that's, I don't even know if people still use it. The only people I think would still be using that is the same 
uh, clans that would have been using it way back when and like CSGO and World of Warcraft when the raids were just coming about. Do you know what I mean? That was that, That's how old the likes of TeamSpeak is. Discord, so much newer. And I think it is the mainstay when it comes to video games. If you want to speak to your mates in party chat, that isn't on the PlayStation. You go to Discord. We play 10v10. We did start to use to Discord. Um, <clears throat> so using Discord now for me, whenever I'm talking about playing games with someone, it's the first thing that I think of. I never think about plugging my earphones into my controller to be able to use them, those parties. I think because it is so big, the amount it'll cost to license it within your... Because it, <clears throat> it would have to be a function that would be there until the PlayStation, become, the PlayStation 5 becomes redundant, if that was the case, or the Xbox... Uh, series X becomes redundant. Is it one of those things that the license is only for a year exclusively and then it goes on to everyone and everybody can use it? Is it one of the things that has to be programmed into your console before it gets shipped out? Is it something that can come as a software update later on? I, I, I imagine it would be very expensive. I see it as being the same it works on your mobile. It's just an app that uses the uh, the functions within there. In the same way that Netflix works on your mobile and you can also download the Netflix app to work on your, your PlayStation yeah. I just don't understand why PlayStation and Xbox haven't seen how good that is. I understand that they want to control their party systems, um, but you just you work with the things that make the systems better, in my opinion. And I, I feel like that's where video games haven't evolved as much. You've started to see. I mean, Xbox and PlayStation were both wanting to control streaming and and uh, the platforms that stream. Uh, streaming works on um and over years they've realized that okay we can't control yeah. that twitch is much bigger than than ours so we we will allow you to spit out onto twitch um i mean xbox wanting mixer was was kind of a li like the next yeah. step on of us owning all of our platforms and stuff like that so they've gone okay we're not gonna do it we'll go out to mixer so they they aren't controlling streaming anymore they realize that they can work with streaming providers at the moment they are trying to control um the communications element of it uh, and I feel that that would work just as well if they if they just work with uh, even better not even just as well I think it would work better going forward if they push that part of communication out to a platform that is designed purely for communication I think that would be the better thing for everyone but I mean did anybody actually use Skype on the on the Xbox by any chance because it was Skype the one that was integrated with it was the quality better than it was on PC or your mobile phone I have no idea, but oh. it was a feature that was on the console. No idea. Does any, I mean, if you did, then hang your head in shame. Hang your head in shame. I mean, Spike, uh, Spike? <laughs> Skype had already uh, gone down by then. I can't say Spike had gone down because that would mean something different. And I know, I, know, I know Spike's been around here for a long time, but that's not why. <laughs> Woo! Uh, um, uh, never used Skype with it. Yeah, I imagine most people didn't. Um, but then again... <laughs> I mean, even Skype was was quite an unused thing. I remember having business meetings and conversations on email, and then jumping to the phone call to, to when you have the business call. I remember when you kind of felt like cutting edge when someone was like, "Should we have a Skype chat?" And you're like, "Oh, oh, easy, Tiger. Yeah, I'm all on board for that." And and now that's kind of you, we're almost. I mean, probably a little bit past that point with Discord now. I've had plenty of business meetings on Discord. Um, Obviously, where we are in the world now has changed that dr dramatically. Uh, dramatically? 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 Dramatically. Dramatically. Both of them. Um, <laughs> but I imagine a lot of businesses still find that Discord being a step too far. And I think the fact that it is based in gaming 
we'll probably put off quite a few businesses and things anyway. I mean, obviously not like should put off PlayStation and Xbox because they're kind of based in gaming too. But yeah, I just don't understand why they haven't embraced those changes. That feels like where video gaming hasn't moved forward with the times, despite the fact that times have moved on dramatically. Uh, clearly, uh, hashtag dramatically. <laughs> uh, Sky went to uh, to skip when Microsoft bought it. Yeah, yeah. Um, talk to people. Don't us gamers just sit in darkened rooms on our own without contact with the outside world? That's true. That's true. Did you, did you, did you see that dickhead? I'm gonna be blunt. Dickhead that I quote tweeted earlier on today. Um, uh, where is it? See if I can find it. See if I can find it. Oh, it's a bit further down. Oh, so, so some guy called Taylor Marshall, who's a, a Trump-aligned pillock. I mean, make of that what you will. But this guy, I mean, the Trump-aligned bit doesn't necessarily matter. But this is his tweet. It's completely tangent in there. I apologize, but I'm going to show it anyway. Young men, here's some dad advice. Do you play fighting video games? Instead, join a jiu-jitsu or boxing gym. Call of Duty? Walk down and enlist as a Marine. Sports games, go outside and play sports with people. Don't be a thumb warrior. Do it for real, like your grandpa did. You are a twat. That's as simple as I'm going to say it. That is shit. It clearly doesn't understand how video games and all the research that's been put into proving video games improve social skills, improves problem-solving skills, offers creative uh, storylines, which all the research into how TVs and books can help get your mental juice flowing. Video games does that exactly as much. This is just some absolute weapon that's just gone, don't play video games, do things in the real world, which naturally led to all sorts of shit like saying, don't play Fortnite on your video game, jump out of buses in real life. And it's like, don't don't kill your friends and lie about it in Among Us, do it in the real world. No, mate, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, that guy's an absolute weapon. I mean, I apologise for the swearing. I, don't, I mean, we, we do swear occasionally, but but yeah, that's when you, when you've got idiots like that, then a, a few extra swears is 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 fine. It's fine. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's jump into the next story. Before we do jump into the next story, so let's stick with Twitter for a second because I just want to remind you guys of this. You may not have seen Ice Cream Plus tweeted out. Um, over the weekend. We are giving away a copy of FIFA 21. That is the loot drop prize for this month. Sexy asset designed by uh, the next-gen Renegade, a.k.a. Gatekeeper TV, a.k.a. the Rabid Pitbull, a.k.a. Mr. Craig Pitt. So we are giving away a copy of FIFA 21. That's the loot drop prize uh, for this month. The giveaway is exclusive to our Twitch subs. So if you've got a tier 1, 2, 3, or Prime sub, it doesn't matter which one. Everyone has an equal chance of winning one entry per sub. So even if you've got a tier 3, it's just one entry. Um... And we're going to give that away on the 2nd of November. So, yeah, if you're a sub, make sure you're uh, still a sub on the 2nd of November. That's all you need to do. And linked in our Discord. Actually, I'm saying that's all I need to do. I'll be, I'll clarify that. You need to be a sub and you need to be in our Discord. Your Twitch and Discord accounts need to be linked. If you, if you don't have them linked, you won't get access to the Loot Drop channel on Discord. Simple thing, a simple thing to say is if you're not in the Loot Drop channel on Discord, you're not entered even if you are a sub so make sure you get things linked up and then you could win yourself a copy of fifa nice 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 um do i get to win the copy of fifa uh yes no 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 you don't no, no. yes no 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 take him a sub away <laughs> uh Gagad says grade a twat which i can only assume is bibby trying to get a copy of fifa and not the guy that we've just seen on Twitter. <laughs> um 
Good point. I play PUBG right. to relax. Uh, I should probably join the army at 42 years of age. You should. You should join the army, and you should run around the battlefield with Still a pan on your ass. Uh, Thanks for the reminder. Hey, Gagad. Uh, I was about to shout Raxan because it didn't come up in my newsfeed, but thank you very much for the two-month sub. Uh, very, very much appreciated. And do you know what? If you haven't hey, already, make sure you're in the Discord. Um, with everything linked, because then you'll have a chance of winning FIFA on the uh, second. So nice, nice, nice. Um, he is, he's already in there. Don't worry. I've oh, just checked. Nice. He's already done everything necessary. Legend. Lovely. Appreciate the uh, sub. Thank you very much for that. Um, Gary says, I, uh, "If I play Mafia, does that mean I need to get down to Sicily and sign up to join the Don?" Absolutely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, the fact that. I play Pez and I mar uh, manage a team that's currently in the Champions League. Means that I need to stick on my uh, like sheepskin coat and just go toddling up to Old Trafford and just have a word with Ollie and say, "Look, you've done all right. You've done all right. Four one at the weekend. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I've got it here. I've got it here, lads." And then just just keep running out onto the pitch and go. Do you know what? Fucking attacking fullbacks, tiki taka, and gegen press all at the same time. It works in Pez, so it's got to work in Rip. No, mate, mate, mate. Sharp, sharp. Anyway, let's let's. Let's not endorse that pillock and his, his conversation strings anymore. Um, if, you, if you're going to criticise video games and real life, I will leave you with one closing thought. How about not having a go at people for consuming digital media by posting out a message on digital media? That's the thing, you absolute tit. Don't do stuff online. Instead, read my advice online. No, no weapon. Anyway, next story, jumping in, is written by Vicky Blake. At Eurogame, she says, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Beta gets a 24-hour extension. Achievement unlocked. Uh, thanks to the code-breaking efforts of the Call of Duty community, players enjoying the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Open Beta will see their playtime extended by 24 hours. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War went into beta across the PS4, Xbox One, and PC this week with cross Play enabled. Uh, after emails tempting players to solve a series of coded messages uh, were sent over the weekend, the community banded together to tackle the puzzles. Excuse me, I need to burp. It's a Pepsi burp. Uh, shout out to Zaffa Cakes if, if you get the reference. Um, the reward yeah. uh, was a one-day extension to the cross-platform beta, which means it will now close at 6pm UK time on the 20th of October instead of the previously advertised 19th of October. Thanks to the code-breaking efforts of our incredible community, an extra day of the hashtag Black Ops Cold War beta has been unlocked, the official Call of Duty Twitter account tweeted. The beta will now end at October 20th at 10am PT. Uh, it's possible not all fans will be grateful for the ad additional time, though. As Wes reported yesterday, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War console players are turning off crossplay to try to escape PC cheaters in the beta. Fucking hell, cheaters in the beta already? Despite progress not carrying <laughs> over from the beta into the full release, cheaters have already been spotted ruining the game for others. Damn! Has anyone been playing the uh, Black Ops Cold War beta? What do you think? Um, I haven't, uh, and, and well, I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to either uh, before it finishes, but I'd like to know what you guys all think of it. Not that I'm against Black Ops Cold War. I, I really enjoyed Warzone, even though I've not played it for months. Uh, what do you guys think? Have you played it, babe? Are you tempted to play it? Would you like to play it? Uh, I did download it, um, but I never actually, I never actually booted it up because I, I was on the, funnily enough, I was on the golf course with my cousin last week, and he said that you had to be a Sky, like he got a code through Sky VIP to play it. So when it said it was an open beta, was it an open beta that you needed a code to be able to play it still? That's because kind I downloaded of not open from the, <laughs> yeah, because I downloaded it from the, from the market, from the PlayStation Store. But I never booted it up because by, I, I left it running. I left it downloading while I went to golf. And then it, while I was at golf, he went, oh, yeah, I've got it for our kid. Um, 
is he asked, he asked for the Sky VIP code. I give him the code for him to be able to put it in so he could play in it. And I was like, okay, that doesn't seem like an open beta. That seems like a closed beta. So I've probably got that completely wrong, and I've got it. I've downloaded it. I've just not booted it up because of that. Um, so interested. Yeah. Interesting. I'll find out when I boot it up in a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say other than you've got 24 hours extra if you're playing it. If you are playing it, did yeah. you need to enter a code? If you did, yeah, that seems a bit of a dodgy way to do an open beta. Um, but if you didn't, what are your experiences with cheats? Have there been cheats? Are you having to restrict it to just PlayStation um, or Xbox only in terms of turning off the crossplay? What, what are you guys thinking? I mean, it's, it shows you how successful Call of Duty have been over the last 12 months in particular. Yeah. I mean, Call of Duty has always been successful. Some of it has been dropping off, but in, as a scale of business, it's always been massive um, for the last 15 years at least. Um but the last 12 months in particular with the success of Warzone and the amount of ground covered in terms of content creators and stepping into that realm, if you have a lot of eyes on your game, you have more want for asshats in the world to cheat. Um, and that shows you just how successful it is. We're a beta that isn't even out and people are needing to cheat in it because something yep. that is only a short short term thing and doesn't progress into anything further as they've mentioned y your progress doesn't continue cheating in that really really i mean i'm saying really i mean it's i obviously know it's a thing uh, we all know it's a thing and we all believe yeah. it's stupid but yeah just yeah why? Um, why? Why do this? But to be fair, I'd much rather I'm cheating in the, in the beta. Hey, <laughs> baby just got sprayed. <laughs> She just come in and said it smells like ass. So she's walking around spraying fucking after it being perfume in my in my office of all the things. It does actually smell quite nice. Um, but yeah, I'd much rather I'm cheating the open beta because surely that'll give evidence as to how they can improve the non-cheating element. Do you know what I mean? How to try and combat cheaters when the full thing comes out? Comes out. Yeah, I mean at least for the early days, people will usually find another way around it. But yeah. If, if you do it now, then that's good. Yeah, bring us all your cheats right now. Uh, so when the actual full thing launches, we can just squash it all down. Uh, jumping back in the comments, um, sticking to the uh, doing real-world things in video games, Iceman says, and I should run off to a deserted island and build it up myself. Yeah, absolutely. You should. <laughs> uh, just in the same way that if you play Fortnite, rather than playing Fortnite, what you should really do is walk around with a pickaxe in your hand. But before you do that, Get a few wooden pallets and rip them up and just carry all of the wood on your back as well. So if you do find yeah. someone that, that slights you in any way in the real world, drop your pickaxe, get out your hammer and nails, build a ramp uh, and a wall and another ramp. And by the time you've finished, that person will have gone. So never mind. Yeah. There's nothing much you can do about that. Well, not just that, mate. You know what I mean? If I want to, if I, if I want to go and try and save Raccoon City, I need to get myself over there. Oh, wait, it's been blown up. <laughs> Uh, I'm still trying to unsub following disturbing comments made by certain people. Uh, Don't do that one. Yeah, I mean, I, all I could hear was exceptional comments being made. Exceptional comments being made. Uh, it doesn't tomato. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Egg, uh, eggs are a, a big big thing for West, and he doesn't like them being merged with beans or tomatoes or any sauce because, because well, he's, he's, he's not a complete person. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. It's fine. fine. Anyway, moving on. Um... I love you, West. Uh, depending on uh, that gif, uh, that gets age, his granddad didn't fight uh, in a war. Uh, uh, fight a war, he was in a policing action in Korea. I mean, that's the thing. I, I, I quote tweeted it with something like, um, 
I hope your grandpa is proud. Because he was like, just like your grandpa did. And I was like, I hope your grandpa is proud. Because if, imagine hating on someone's hobbies and activities and, and an entire <laughs> industry without doing your research like that. That is that is prejudice. I hope your grandpa, who fought in wars to get rid of oppression and prejudice, is happy that you're using the freedom that he, he got for you to be prejudiced and oppressive. Nice. Nice one. GG, mate. Um, Gary says, I like Angry Graham. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I should also jump straight into an F1 car. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Chelsea in UK says, oh, hi. Hey, welcome in. Welcome in. Um, Iceman says, I downloaded it, started it up, saw that I needed an Activision account and deleted it. I don't want an act uh, account that I won't use. I mean, I, I, that is frustrating, but I, I, I kind of see that as the necessary evil. The good thing with having an Activision account, um, just the same way that having an EA account or a Konami account or a PUBG account or whatever, means that for the future, you're more likely to get cross-platform stuff. So so you could watch Twitch and get in-game stuff for free. Or you could uh, watch me and Bibi playing and get drops. Or you could play on your PlayStation and unlock something that you can yeah. take to your other account. So it, it is a ball ache, but there is, it, it's a necessary evil for a better future in that sort of sense. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a pain in the ass, but just do it, just do it. You'll enjoy it. Uh, Cold War seems an odd naming convention considering the Cold War was largely the superpowers spy, uh, spying on each other with a little conflict. I mean, that's the point of the name. Cold War. It was a war that was pretty cold in, in, in essence. Yeah. Uh, Bibby got sprayed. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, one final story. Let's jump onto before we disappear. Um, this was a story that circulated at the end of last week um, and is based off of a big bit of news from last month or earlier this month. I can't remember exactly when it was. Um, but Wes Yinpool at Eurogamer says that Bethesda games don't have to launch on PlayStation for Microsoft's $7.5 billion deal to pay off. Xbox boss insists in the scrolls. Um, so Bethesda games don't have to launch on PlayStation for Microsoft's $7.5 billion acquisition of the company uh, to pay off. Xbox boss Phil Spencer has said in an interview with Kotaku's Steven Toledo, Spencer was asked, uh, Totilo should I say, Spencer was asked whether it was possible to recoup the $7.5 billion purchase of Bethesda if Microsoft doesn't sell the Elder Scrolls 6 on PlayStation consoles. Yes, Spencer replied, before saying Microsoft doesn't have to ship Bethesda games on any other platform than the platforms that we support in order to make the deal work for us. Uh, here's Spencer's reply in full. This deal was not done to take games away from another player base like that. Nowhere in the documentation that we put together was, how do we keep players from playing these games? We want more people to be able to play games, not fewer to be able to go play games. But I'll also say in the model, I'm just answering directly the question that you had. Uh, when I think... Uh, when I think about where people are going to be playing and the number of devices that we had and we have a xCloud and PC and Game Pass and our console base, I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us, whatever that means. Ever since Microsoft's industry-shaking purchase of Bethesda, the company behind the likes of uh, Elder Scrolls, Fallout and Doom, fans have wondered whether Spencer will ensure new Bethesda games will be PC and Xbox exclusive. It's a question we debated among many, many others in our recent Eurogamer Next Gen newscast below. Um, by not releasing Bethesda games on PlayStation consoles, Microsoft will be leaving millions of dollars on the table. But Spencer's reply to Kotaku suggests Microsoft is comfortable with that. The Elder Scrolls 6 is without a release date, um, but BBB has somehow already pre-ordered every single console copy and PC copy Stay and the smart fridge copies that have ever existed. And, and I'm free, e, e, free fallen. <laughs> and I'm free. 
free falling. Thank you very much for the uh, five month sub choppers. You're a beautiful man. Um, so the Elder Scrolls 6 without a release date, and Bethesda has indicated Starfield, the developer's first original RPG in 25 years, will come out first. All eyes will be on that game to see whether it launches on PlayStation 5 as well as PC and Xbox Series X. Uh, once again, Chappers, thank you very much for the sub. Appreciate appreciate the support. Genuinely, I mean, hey, we've mentioned this a few times. We appreciate anyone that, that follows, that lurks in the channel, that drops bits or subs or anything. It all helps. This isn't our full-time job. Um, we do work in the video games industry, and we do a lot of stuff around this, but we aren't paid to do this stuff. So any of those subs and stuff do help support the channel. And do mean we can do things like giving away a copy of FIFA for free. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, so... The gist of the PR answer is we don't want to take games away from anyone else. Um, we can make enough money selling the games on our own platforms. We don't want to stop the games from being in anyone else's hands. Um, but then that instantly leads to the logical questions of if you don't need to sell it anywhere else and you can be successful on your own Steam without working with PlayStation, why would you? Um, if you own something you wouldn't share it with your competitor that's the general gist of business Phil Spencer and his vision for Xbox has been about getting the most out of video games for everyone, having no exclusives for anyone and all of that sort of stuff obviously that that is lip service when it comes to business anyone can say that but when it actually comes down to brass tacks, business is business so do we, do we see Bethesda games being on PlayStation, or do you see them being Microsoft exclusive? What are your thoughts, Bib? Uh, I I can't see it just being uh, an Xbox exclusive. I can't. I mean, either way, it wouldn't bother me because it would means that it will come to Xbox Game Pass and I'll be able to play it on my PC, which is probably the way that I would have been playing it anyway. But it just means that the Bibby five copies of Skyrim that he owns now, if there was to do that with uh, Elder Scrolls Six, then I won't be able to buy as many copies as I can. It's a lot of money that they're gonna. If they, if, they, if they don't put it on PlayStation, it's a lot of people to alienate. I know this is, sounds weird because of how the exclusives work with Sony, um, at them not having the likes of Spider-Man over on the Xbox, but the PlayStation has sold so much more, and that I, I imagine it will continue to do when the PlayStation 5 comes out. It, can't, it, it sounds a little bit like, um, like sour grapes, because I'm, uh, because obviously I will be buying into the, ex, uh, into the PlayStation ecosystem. However, having a potentially a, overall now 110 million people that aren't going to be able to play your new Elder Scrolls game that's a lot of people that you're going to potentially alienate whether or not it's just going to be coming out on the PlayStation 5 or it's not going to be coming out on the, on the older generations i.e. PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One um, so yeah it's I can't see it being a console exclusive it just means that they'll be getting a bigger chunk of the money as well like Bethesda and Microsoft will be getting a lot of money from people who are buying Sony rather than Bethesda getting 100% of the money. Do you know what I mean? Have I explained that properly? Because yeah. I, I feel like I've I feel like I've made an absolute shit all of that. No, no, that makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, there's a lot of money. I mean, the way that they phrased it is there's a lot of money left on the table um, if they don't let PlayStation have these games. Is that something that they can swallow? Is is kind of it's kind of the, the initial question first. And if it is, if they can say, okay, well, we're going to lose 500 million. I'll just pick that because it's a nice round number. It's probably nowhere near it. But we're going to lose 500 million if we don't sell it on PlayStation. But that means that 
everyone has to come and buy to us. So that money lost is then recouped elsewhere. Will the, will that offset be enough? Um, is is the sort of question. I'm I'm not sure. I kind of feel like they will sell them on PlayStation. They will continue to do that because that is money on the table. Um, that is guaranteed income in terms of you put it out on, you put Bethesda games like Doom out on PlayStation, it will sell. Uh, you put it out on Xbox, it will sell. If you just put it out on Xbox, you will sell more, but you still, you kind of want to keep your options open. Any developer out there would would ideally have every game on every platform. Um, obviously, there's, there's instances where that might not be the case, but generally, if you're developing mm-hmm. a game, if you could put it out on Switch, PlayStation, PC, and Xbox, you have more avenue for income. Obviously, that can then be skewed by how much will it cost to develop for every platform, and one platform might give you a wedge of cash to put it out on theirs first or or exclusively on there, which changes things. But from the off, a developer would want everything everywhere for more sales. Um, so you kind of feel that Xbox would still want to chase that. They have done that with, with Minecraft, although it was shit for ages on PlayStation before they yeah. decided to properly support it. So I kind of feel like that they will do that. I just wouldn't be surprised if we start to see what we are going to see at launch. So what? What's the? Is it Deathloop? Is that the name of the Bethesda yeah. game that's going to be timed exclusive for uh, for PlayStation? If they are dealing, one, yeah. yeah. So if they're dealing with Deathloop Tokyo, or, or oh no, it's Ghostwire Tokyo. Deathloop um, uh, as being a PlayStation timed exclusive, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft start going. Oh well. Yeah, okay, you can have Elder Scrolls, but it's going to be three months later, or a month later. Or, yeah, you can have Elder Scrolls, but it's going to cost you $70 minimum uh, because we're going to hit the top price level on PlayStation. So it's still there. We're still doing everything we need to do, um, but it's free on Game Pass. So if you want to play it on PC, nice. There you go. You don't have to spend anything. Uh, spend anything. And if that is your game of choice, if you're like... Uh, maybe six copies or whatever, and you go out and and buy six copies of the of the game on all platforms and stuff. Well, what, okay, I'm, I'm probably still going to buy it on every every platform because I am Bibby and that is what I do. But first off, I mean it's going to cost me nothing to get it on Game Pass, so I might I might play it there first. So that's I th- I'm more likely I th- I feel like it makes more sense to ha- to keep their options open to sell yeah. on um all platforms but maybe have timed exclusives or content exclusives or early access um and game pass price reductions uh, for xbox users over playstation i think that's where i'm going to see the offset uh jumping in the chat chapter says it always feels like i'm claiming double clout for the subs with those uh extensions giving out two notifications which ones which ones uh so we get the one popping up on the screen and then you get the one in the chat is there another one I don't know. <laughs> or do you mean? Is that what you mean? Um, uh, I think it's Phil, uh, Phil Spencer saying they don't have to do it if it came down to it, but he's not saying it won't happen. Says Gary. That's the thing. I think it's it's. He's not. What he's saying could be bent either way because he's not saying anything yeah. concrete. Yeah, we don't need to do it. We're not saying we're not going to, but we don't need to. Okay, you've still not said anything. You've you've said logic. Okay, you don't need to. Not that you're not going to, but not that you are going to either. So, yeah, he's he's left it on the table. He said he said a good PR answer in terms of he's not said anything bad, but he's also not said anything at all. So, yeah, if you're gonna say something, at least don't let it be bad. So he said something to just kind of like pay lip service. I think the the issue it doesn't kind of show it as much in the way that it's phrased here. Um, but the article that I saw last week on this said when they asked him the question, as in like, 
was it possible to Riku the money without having it on console? And he went, yeah. Well, yes. Um, but then there was a pause. And then he thought, how can I say this in a PR way? So the initial thing is, yeah, we, do, yeah, we, we don't need PlayStation. But what I mean is, uh, and it's like, ooh, okay. I mean, is that, once again, it could just be the way it's written, the way it's proposed. It was a Kotaku... Well, it was actually the Stephen Tatilo Kotaku. Let me see if I can click through. See if it got it there. Um, do, do, do. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't find the exact bit. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah. Is it possible to recoup this uh, $7.5 billion investment if you don't sell Elder Scrolls 6 on the PlayStation? I asked. Mm-hmm. Yes, Spencer replied quickly. Uh, quickly replied. Then he paused. And yeah. then, and well, it, I immediately think he's thinking of Game Pass, surely. The thing is, though, like, Game Pass, there's still questions of how, how that can be sustainable longer term mm. um, well if you if you put it on everything like I know this is only a pipe dream and they've talked about it uh, well it's been, been, been talked about it by everybody else but the two companies themselves but Game Pass potentially coming to Nintendo Switch that's the whole broad new audience that they've got there, uh, xCloud for mobile Games Pass for PC and obviously Game Pass for the consoles themselves now if there was to start bundle, well they said they were going to try and bundle Xbox Game Pass for the S but was it for a year or six months or something? So you get free access to that, and then obviously you'll pay after that. Their, theirs has always been about software, and it at Xbox, and now they're obviously in bed with Bethesda. That's that's another massive audience for them. Whether I don't know whether or not they mentioned that Bethesda would come to Game Pass Day One, so all Bethesda games would be on there. That includes obviously the Fallout franchise, including Seventy Six, uh, and all of it, and all of the other Elder Scrolls games. But that that would be a massive win for them. And a lot of money, I think, long term. I don't even own it. Well, I I won't be owning a new Xbox, but I've still got Game Pass on my PC. Yeah, just that's not necessarily what I was getting at. Like in terms of like having a lot of people buying into X Pass, uh, Games Pass, um, is is nice and it's it's revenue in. But is that revenue lost overall? I mean, I imagine not. I imagine they've crunched the numbers on it. But where is the breaking point? Because if PlayStation are selling games at 70 quid a piece and that's covering development time and that's covering um, PlayStation's cut, as not just the money that's going to the developers and that's covering all of the extra bits and then putting all of those games in a £10 a month uh, subscription, the, the numbers don't stack in that sort of sense. That £10 that you pay in and I pay in and, and, I, and so on, there's, there is a tipping point. There's a point where it does work if you get enough people uh, spending, and, the, and then there's a point where it doesn't work in terms of, okay, you've got people spending, but more people would have been spending money, so there's money lost, so developers aren't liking it, so developers are going to start pulling games out of it. So that's where the the uh, the question is on if that is successful. But anyway, the, the one way you do make it successful is to give reasons to jump into it. Because if people jump into it, you can do what... what um, what Netflix did, you you go okay. Well, it was four ninety nine. It's now seven ninety nine. It's now nine ninety nine. And now we're going to make a family package, uh, which is fifteen quid or whatever, where you can get two people on it, and just to make sure it works. And um, and you you systematically put your prices up over time. That's how you get your balance and stuff. So I, I fully fully expect that it will work for them. It's just a case of whether um, yeah. we would see those those other games coming on PlayStation. I I genuinely think the same thing as what you've said and what Gary has said as well. Um, 
and, and Chappers. I reckon uh, they'll not make it exclusive because they got the money on the sales of any. Uh, they they get the money on the sales of any Bethesda games, hundred yeah. percent. And then Gary's saying it's a well. You can have it on Game Pass day one, or you can buy it on the PS Five for seventy quid. Either way, they're making money from it. And that's it. You mm-hmm. you give PlayStation Five users the option to spend seventy quid. You cash cha-ching okay well, that benefits us but you then still have a much more superior version of playing for free i mean it's not superior in terms of the console and stuff it'll probably be this, pretty much the same game but for 70 quid saved that's superior 60 quid saved if you if you just take off your 10 pound fee for your month job's good yeah um uh, i think we might see a few being exclusive but the main bethesda titles will be multiplayer i agree i agree doom multi-platform uh, elder scrolls multi-platform Something of the ilk of Deathloop or Ghostwire Tokyo, the next ones of those Xbox exclusives. That's where we're going yeah, to see absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah. It, it can't go for the it can't go for the ones that they know is universally loved across the board. Is it makes no sense for them to be able to do that because essentially they'll just be handicapping themselves. They can't do that. Well, they can, but I just think that they'll just lose too much money eventually unless people are doing what I'll end up doing and then just getting it for Games Pass on PC anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that that is the biggest win for them yeah. in terms of uh, how many people are going to be playing it, how many people will be enjoying it, and how many people will be buying it. They're the three main things that they want to try and sell a Bethesda game for. Yeah, I agree. I mean, some of the smaller ones will just maybe exclusive, but if 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 um, id Studios or whoever works on a, on a AAA title coming down the line, new titles yeah. that are AAAs might be Xbox exclusive too. I think they will be hamstrung on on the ones that exist to an extent. I mean, they could just go, do you know what, we're not selling Doom on PlayStation. It's just, it is what it is. What are we going to do? Oh, alright. Well, I will not play it then. Okay, fine. Nice. Okay, everyone on Xbox will. Nice. We can't do anything about it. But I imagine they'll continue with that. But but if they create the next The Last of Us or something like that, then they can they absolutely, at that point, go, well, we have no reason to bring this to all platforms just because it's made by bethesda doesn't necessarily mean it has to be it's not made by playstation it's made by xbox and bethesda so it's going to be xbox exclusive um final things then uh, gary says that's the thing with game pass uh, will publishers start to question how much they're getting uh, from being on the service it's an interesting conundrum yeah i mean that's the same things have been asked of um spotify uh, yeah well spotify uh, the apple game Pass or whatever it was Apple's Apple Arcade. Apple Arcade, that's the one. Um, <laughs> Apple's Apple's. <laughs> I was going to say Apple's Game Pass thingy, but but yeah, <laughs> the Apple Tree, um, the the Apple Arcade. Uh, the questions have been asked for that, and and Google's Play Store has had to change the way it monetizes because it basically rewards certain game styles, and those if you create a game that doesn't require like Farmville that's it you'll earn an absolute fortune even if you, even if players aren't putting money into it if they're just churning in the app forever and require hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of playtime, that gives uh, you more incentive to be paid whereas if you play um, a game that's an hour long then people will play it for an hour and it's done and go do you know what that is the best game I have ever played the story and the narrative was phenomenal it's changed my life forever but Google uh, Google's uh, Play Store is like actually um yeah, you want to play it for an hour, so it's clearly shit, so therefore you, your developer doesn't deserve any money, which means that a developer's not going to make 
a groundbreaking emotive game anymore. It's going to create Farmville, which requires you to be in the game all day um, because that's where they get the money from. And that, So there is negatives in terms of some, some producers and stuff will be like, yeah, developers should have said, well, I'm not interested in that because that changes what the success threshold for my game will be. Um, but that is something that we will develop and learn over time. And as that education comes with us over time, we will keep you up to speed here on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads with the scoop each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. ish. Uh, we are going to disappear now, though. This is the end of the stream. Thank you, everyone, for being in. An hour and a half. Wow, I looked a few minutes ago. It was an hour and four minutes. And then we just suddenly churned out 25 minutes extra. Thank you very much for the good chat, though, you lovely people. If you want some more chat with a little bit of football, then feel free to come back for Masters of the League episode 51, I believe. Um, we are on the biggest win streak in Ice Cream Uploads FC history. We are competing in the Champions League and the FA Cup, and we've just secured the Premier League as well. Uh, so yeah, yeah. we are flying on all fronts. If you want to see us continue with that, then make sure you come back. Like I said, we'll go offline, get the green screen, everything set up, and we're back within... 20 minutes tops-ish. Uh, so join us for that. Nice, nice, nice. Before we do disappear, though, Bib, is there anything you want to throw in? Uh, yes, of course. If you do see any video game news knocking around the social media platform of your choice, then do feel free to get in contact with us. There's two ways that you can do it. First of all, find us on social media. Spiral alert. It's ice cream uploads across absolutely everything. Uh, second way, join our Discord. There's a little area on the side there that says the scoop. All we need from you is your thoughts and impressions, the UI link, and then we'll give you... Last impressions in the very next show, which will be at what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day? 10 a.m. Uh, shh, 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 shh. Uh, I hit the host. Right. Oh, actually, speaking of that, um, do you know what? I haven't used these yet, but we changed some. So we added some Halloween emotes and stuff the other day. We, we deleted that Halloween emotes because they're nice and seasonal, but we just we've put more functional ones. So we now have host hype and red hype. Uh, uh, emotes in there. Can you post more links, please? Says West. Yeah, that's because we aren't in the studio. Um, we have in our studio, which is always on our big pretty studio, we have it set up to spam uh, chat bot, but because we're not in the studio, we can't turn it off. <laughs> twice. So I have chat bot open on my PC, and the reason for that is there are some commands, um, like exclamation mark loot drop, like that which works just on my PC, because I've put it on my PC, but it's not in the studio. Anyway, the only way we can stop that from happening is getting someone in the studio to go down and kill the studio. There we go. Exclamation mark 2K. Nice, nice. Just a reminder. Oh, oh, um, we're in the studio tomorrow. Hmm? We're in the studio tomorrow as well, aren't we? No, you are. I'm not. Uh, oh, great. Because uh, COVIDness. Uh, Chloe's at home, so no, 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 no. Um, yeah. So we're, we're on the road to 2K followers. Once we hit 2K, we will announce another milestone giveaway. Uh, so tell your friends. Uh, the sooner we get to 2K, the sooner the giveaway can start. We are we are closing in on it. So once again, remind everyone, if you, if you want to ask your friends and family, just say, Do you know what, there's a cool channel on Twitch to talk about video games and play PUBG and PES and, and every copy of uh, Elder Scrolls that's ever existed, then yeah, 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 yeah go follow it. Nice, nice. And then when we hit 2K, we'll do another giveaway. Nice, 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 nice. Lovely, lovely. Uh, we are going to disappear. We'll be back with Masters of the League in 10, 15, 20 minutes. There's something along those lines. So stick around in the chat. Feel free, feel free. Until then, have yourselves a fantastic day. And stay frosty.